Gentlemen, welcome to the Confluence Cast presented by Columbus Underground. We are a weekly Columbus-centric podcast focusing on the civics, lifestyle, entertainment, and people of our city. I'm your host, Tim Fulton. This week, in anticipation of this fall's election, the Confluence Cast is endeavoring to introduce Columbus voters to the 12 council and two mayoral candidates in their own words. Today, as an introduction, I sat down with Columbus Underground to discuss the interviews, what listeners can expect, and offer a preview of the through lines for how candidates think about the future of Columbus. You can get more information on what we discussed today in the show notes for this episode at theconfluencecast.com. Enjoy the interview. Sitting down here with Walker Evans, the editor, CEO, and co-founder of Columbus Underground. Walker, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Tim? Good. We are on the tail end of 15, no, 14 interviews, mm-hmm. uh, all 12 Columbus City Council candidates, the two mayoral candidates that will be on the ballot. And we're just basically here to do a here's what's coming. Here's what's coming down the pipe. Yeah. And when you say tail end, you mean you just finished the last one five, five minutes ago. Mayor Ginther left eight minutes ago. Yes. Yes. He's just now getting into his car. Yes. Downstairs. We're all done. Uh, nice. Congrats. It, I know it was, a, oh, a, it more, was more work for you than it was for me. Well, thank you for the use of your office. Uh, Anytime. Thank you for my brand new sign uh, that your wife lovingly did say, could you please send me a receipt? We mm-hmm. do indeed want to pay for that. Yes. Uh, so what's coming now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All 14 of those interviews coming right. up over the course of the next month. Yes. So my thinking, and I've run this past you beforehand, mm-hmm. Is to well, first of all, let me t- let's talk about how we conducted the interviews. Yeah. So for the council candidates, so of the twelve council candidates, mm-hmm. there are six of them that are currently holding elected office. They're right. currently seated as Columbus City Council members. Mm-hmm. There are three that are going are attempting to be council members mm-hmm. that are considered quote unquote endorsed. By the Democratic Party. By the Democratic Party. There's some nuance there about the fact that they weren't actually endorsed by the party fully before they announced the candidacy, but that's a whole separate kitten coop boodle. <laughs> and then there are three folks who are additionally running yes. for those nine seats. Yeah. I realize that that's a little confusing. The only point there is that in the interest of fairness, mm-hmm. uh, I drafted a slate of questions that uh, that I shared basic high-level overviews with each of the candidates, and I asked them all the same questions. Right. I asked them uh, about their background and what brings them to their candidacy. I asked them what issues they felt uh, Columbus faced. Mm-hmm. I asked them how they felt about the new redist- about the new districting process, mm-hmm. and then I asked them why people should vote for them. Nice. I haven't read through any of the transcripts yet. Okay. I didn't sit in with you on any of these interviews. Correct. Um, Who's going to win? No, no, no. (laughs) Uh, Were there themes that Mm. uh, came about when you asked them, you know, what what are the most important topics? Were were they all kind of talking about the same things? They're all unified 
most of the common themes were around the second issue. What is Columbus facing? Okay. Uh, and that was, I think, 90% of the candidates all said some variation on growth. Okay. That I was going to make a guess. Okay. Housing. Housing is part of that growth. Affordable housing specifically. Yep, absolutely. Transportation infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Probably came up a lot. Uh, policing and safety probably came up a lot. You'd be surprised from whom? That's the sure, interesting yeah. part, no, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I just meant kind of broadly yeah. in, in, in general. Yeah. 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 The, the, um, the big things. The big things. Yeah, absolutely. And the... Um, so... I guess what I'm trying to like impart to people mm-hmm. is these may be some of my most boring interviews I've ever done <laughs> in that I was trying to be not necessarily even equitable, mm-hmm. but truly equal mm-hmm. with each of the candidates. So people will hear you saying the same thing. They will hear me <laughs> saying the same thing and may even say, Tim would normally step in at a situation. And don't sure. get me wrong. I wasn't just here quiet the whole time. Yeah. But I did try to not challenge things that folks said mm-hmm. because the idea is to give them basically similar to what the dispatch does and just gives folks a questionnaire. There's no back and forth there. Right, right, right. And if this is the method for folks to learn about candidates in their individual district, yeah. Sorry, they're all everybody's voting at large, but to learn about the candidates in general, mm-hmm. I wanted the candidates to have the opportunity to give it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure it's still an interesting listen just to absolutely. see what see what everyone had to say about things. Absolutely. Were, were, were there anything, any like little nuggets you remember? Because it's been going on for weeks now at this point. So I'm yeah. Sure, I'm sure it's a little hazy thinking back to the originals, uh, the first couple. Were there anything, any little moments that jumped out to you as like surprising? Like, oh, I didn't think this person was going to talk about that. I think the districting thing was the most surprising. Mm-hmm. In, and I encourage everyone to go back to our rant slash explanation of mm-hmm. districting. Mm-hmm. But surprising how differently folks understood it. Mm-hmm. Not so much the mechanics of how it's about to work, but how it will work going forward. Mm-hmm. And that's specifically around constituent services and whether folks will have additional sort of like uh, uh, accountability to their constituents oh. within their district. Like, are is trash pickup going to vary district by district? Like, Well, and yeah, I mean, is that, that, is that shouldn't, like levels what you're talking about? That like, shouldn't, right? Yeah, but yeah. like... Uh, but, con- but concern about that sort of thing. Concern about that sort of thing. I guess more like we were just talking about my brother-in-law, that he wants speed bumps on the street mm-hmm. and it's... And who does he call for that? Yeah. And my answer was, well, you could talk to your area commission or you could talk to, or you could call the mayor's 311 line. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Is there going to be another lot, basically line of defense that, Hey, I can call my district person or does it immediately fall on, uh, whereas previously it would just fall on the committees. Yeah, right. I would think there wouldn't be a lot changing. I mean, because services run under the sort of executive branch of the government should they, still be continued to run by those services. Right. You wouldn't call up your city council person to let them know that like your yard waste didn't get picked up. My counter example there is I would call my congressperson, my congressperson, mm-hmm. if I need about your yard waste, if I needed something in Veterans Affairs. 
like that is literally the person sure. you're supposed to go to okay. in order to like, hey, this isn't working out for me. How can I get something done? If it's not, yeah. I mean, if something you needed something, you from should veterans go through affairs, the normal, You call Veterans Affairs, it, right? But you, the example I'm making is, if government isn't working for me, who do I call? Gotcha. In order to hold accountable for yeah, it. Yeah. 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 I would just argue that I want a speed bump on my street isn't government not working for me. <laughs> it, it, it might right. it might just be this isn't the kind of road for that. You don't get yep. to put a speed bump anywhere you want one just because you want one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so that being said about yeah. the interview structure of the council candidates, one of them I treated a little bit differently. Okay. Uh, it was Shannon Harden, okay. uh, council president Shannon Harden. Mm-hmm. For, I think, a couple of reasons. One, he's running unopposed. Mm -hmm. Two, I interviewed him last year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's Mm -hmm. like, I can't just give you all the... um, The same questions. Right. Yeah. Tell us your background. And the the unopposed part, it's just sort of like, you don't need to make a pitch here. Well, and just to to recap, I know we've said this before, but um, six of them are running unopposed. Yeah. And I think only one of the non-currently seated ones is being challenged it's nancy day right uh remy is running against someone no no, no. Nancy- sorry so among chris weich melissa green yeah and nancy day yeah oh uh, of the three three non-sitting yes yeah correct I believe that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost positive. Because the other two that are being challenged that, that have have an opponent for their district are Remy and Bankston, who are both correct. currently council members. Correct. Yes. Yes. We'll draw a map or something. I asked you for a graphic, but I just I got this poster. Uh, it wasn't so in the budget. <laughs> with Shannon, and I, I, was, I told him all that before. I was like, hey, everybody yeah, else, yeah. they all got the same questions. We just talked last year. Can we just talk? Yeah. And so we just talked. And it was, uh, I think, a really fruitful conversation. Cool. Yeah. In terms of how we release these over the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to do Shannon first. And then just each other council member individually, mm-hmm. uh, probably Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. over the C- Council candidate. Council candidates. Yeah. 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 Uh, what did I say? Council members. Ah, each yeah, yeah each council candidate, uh, and then as a bonus at the end, mm-hmm. uh, we have the interviews with both Mayor Ginther and uh, his challenger Joe Motel. Right. So those will be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you and I will sit down over the course of this month and talk more. Do a those. little recap. Sure. Because I do want. I guess I don't want to reveal a whole lot of like. This person said this, or this person oh, yeah, said yeah, that, yeah, yeah. and also you weren't in the room, <laughs> so I want you to be able to like challenge it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's what the Confluence cast, the newly launched Confluence cast, is going to look like over the next month or so. We do have some exciting interviews coming up after that mm-hmm. uh, throughout the rest of the year. Uh, but as always, I think folks should feel free to reach out, pitch their ideas, or just say, "What do you know about this?" You and I have talked about doing maybe a recurring news thing where yeah. I don't let you get a word in edgewise, too. I'll, I'll interrupt. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll butt in. Yeah, I think that could be fun. Yeah, I yeah. do, too. Yeah. And like what folks, I it's been easy to sort of create buckets that get filled. Like mm-hmm. we have our arts bucket, our politics bucket, our development yeah. bucket. Yeah. 
Um, I think there's a lot of interesting stuff that happens in passing that would not require a full episode to de- to be devoted to that individual topic. Yeah. But like on a Thursday or a Friday, if we sit down and like, what happened the past week? Yeah. There's a lot of things, a lot of like little nuggets and tidbits and maybe five minutes on that topic and six minutes on that topic. And there's a lot to talk about. I Absolutely. Think. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's, you know, what, what was the reaction to the thing or yeah, I think that could be fun. Like the Greyhound station. Yes. Nobody talked about the Greyhound station. So if you're waiting for that. Yeah. Um, I'm working on an opinion piece about what we should do with the old site. Oh. Because it's been two years and there's been no movement. Okay. You want, you want my hot take? Yeah. We should rebuild the central market exactly the way that it was. Oh, I hope you have historical photographs to... Uh... Sure. I'm sure they could dig up blueprints and all that sort of stuff. But like what a... Uh, like same materials, same like... Like do it as perfectly as possible. Okay. Like that would be I guess a, I don't know enough about the central market for that to be like yeah. oh that's interesting. I mean it's an old market. It was an okay. old market building. It, it it's a very unique looking building. You look at it and you're like, "Oh yeah, that looks like an old-timey market building." Whereas the North Market, the building the North Market's in has it's only been in that building for like 30 years. That's okay. like the original North Market building. It's an old warehouse that it's in. This looks like a market that you would see in like, "Oh, you got a downtown Pittsburgh and they still have a market, you know, something yeah, like that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, who owns the land? Uh, Coda. Okay. Yeah. Coda bought it off of Greyhound two years ago and they said they're going to do something there, but also like the, the central market didn't take up the entire footprint of that block. Mm-hmm. So they could do that. Plus it could be a yes. And they could do that. And then also build like a skyscraper next to it or whatever else they want to do. But I think from a like historic preservation, restoration, like when when cities do weird, crazy stuff like that, like, hey, we lost this history 60 years ago. We're going to bring it back. Yeah. Like that's kind of cool. And, and yeah. Well, it know. works. Yeah. It probably won't happen, but that's my. That, I like your hot take. Thanks. That's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you for your time. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to get off your chest? No, no. Let's uh, let's keep keep this going. I'm looking forward to listening to what all these folks had to tell you. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. All right. Thanks, Walker. No problem. Thank you for listening to the Confluence Cast presented by Columbus Underground. Again, you can get more information on what we discussed today in the show notes for this episode at theconfluencecast.com. Please rate, subscribe, share this episode of the Confluence Cast with your friends, family, contacts, enemies, your favorite historian. If you're interested in sponsoring the Confluence Cast, get in touch with us. We can be reached by email at info at theconfluencecast.com. Our theme music was composed by Benji Robinson. Our producer is Philip Cogley. I'm your host, Tim Fulton. Have a great week.